I just, I, I love when they say piss, baby. Yeah, me too. I really love it. It's just so like a lot. So pure. <laughs> so good. Okay, so there's our cold open. Uh, yeah, we can pretty much start the thing anytime you want. Um, I think we already have. Bienvenido <laughs> a dot plot ascension. Yeah, uh, that was Quinn, and I'm Bob, and um, special guest star. I'm like, like a spring just bubbling up from beneath the mountain. Uh, I am a font of knowledge. Um, I'm Kalena. <laughs> Welcome, I was Kalena. really hoping that you would not say your name <laughs> and that it would just be like special guest star, a fount of knowledge. A fount of knowledge bubbling up beneath the spring. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but the font fountain spring needs a name in, in my opinion. <laughs> All things must have some kind of name somewhere. I am H.O. Fountains should be named. <laughs> <laughs> yeah perfect <laughs> so quinn uh so we did an episode well our last episode um on dot plot assumption our extravagant road trip our ex- dot plot ascension is bu- bizarre road trip mm-hmm. man i didn't name it that but i should have you really should have <laughs> damn it uh missed opportunities uh <laughs> Uh, where we talked about a number of things and were accosted by Mr. T a number of times mm-hmm. as he uh, directed us home. Um, Keep left full. Um, and I did all of that with no notes. So that's your. Yeah, you. Ru- that's so. That's you. That's his excuse. Um, but he for sure he was really just lying. It. Wait, I'm sorry, what was that? Um, Quinn, so I might be kind of the the harbinger of death for this podcast because I'm here to just destroy all of the trust that you had in your friend Bob. Because are you, are you telling me that Robert Finley lied to me twice? Uh well, this time uh, I would say uh, this was a memory lapse, and not me inventing um, false narratives around a certain critically acclaimed animation uh, filmmaker. I mean, there was some of that. There also is a just a real fun lie that you just sort of threw in there um, <laughs> that we might talk about. But pretty much you got all of Howell's Moving Castle wrong. Wait, I did? No, no, Bob. <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck you, Bob. I got it right. <laughs> Eat my butt. I mean, you didn't get it right either, but... Yeah, well, I hadn't seen it, so my <laughs> getting it wrong is sort of like, uh, how well... I have no excuse. I've seen it multiple, many multiple times. It, uh, I mean, at least three or four times, maybe five. I mean, a good number Christ. of them. And 
there are just whole sections that I've just fully 100% don't didn't cover and or was pretty much wholly wrong about. Okay. 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 Let's welcome to Coletta's correction corner in which we find out in what ways Bob has wronged his good friend, Quinn. (laughs) Uh, So would you like me to just like blaze through bullet point style Howl's moving castle? I would like to know the explicit things that Robert mistruthed to me, (laughs) (laughs) which I feel is being generous, calling it a mistruth instead of a flat out balls to the wall, super lie, a friendship breaking experience starring Bobby Finley. Well, uh, so there is one issue And that is that it has been nearly a week since I listened to the episode. So I don't remember everything in explicit detail what he said. I just remember all of it was wrong. Okay, so he said that Prince Rogers Nelson, rest in peace, was not in the film. Was he in the film? (laughs) Hey, that's one thing I got right. Uh, Prince Rogers Nelson was He's not, not in, in that movie. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, what I did fail to mention was uh, what I got wrong uh, definitely had to do uh, with like how it started. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. So, so was Billy Crystal? Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal a is. Hearth? Billy Crystal is a fire demon who serves as the hearth that does move the castle. That was correct. He's also a star. He, yes. Okay. So Howl's Moving Castle is about. He's a star. Listen, it's about a boy. And also it's about a girl. But first it's about a boy who swallowed a star and became a wizard. And that star is also a fire demon who becomes. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying, are you saying the boy ate Billy Crystal? (laughs) Yes, I am saying that. Yes. Bob, you have done me a disservice. And then, so somehow in the process of the boy eating, (laughs) eating Billy Crystal. Eating Billy Crystal, say it. (laughs) In between Christian Bale eating Billy Crystal. (laughs) Um... I'm so hungry. All I want is a Billy Crystal sandwich. (laughs) Um, so he, his heart gets sort of displaced in the whole agreement that he makes with Billy Crystal when he eats him. Um, and then he sort of... <laughs> Man, when, when I'm sorry I've deprived you of this beautiful story. <laughs> he eats Billy. It's <laughs> how it starts. Oh no. No, no, no. no, no, no. That's not even That's how it not starts. how it starts. That's just what it's about. Oh. That would just be the greatest opener yes. of just like a boy sitting down to Billy Crystal <laughs> at a table being like, boys gotta eat. Uh so I also So let me finish. Okay. 
this is Kalina's correction corner. Fair. Um, so he... Robert sits quietly. <laughs> so he eats the star, and then sort of, like, Billy Crystal demon kind of materializes into fire, but also inside of him is Howell's heart oh. now. Um... Yeah, so he, like, eats the star and then sort of, like, regurgitates a fire demon that also has his heart in it, and that is Billy Crystal. Um, So that's one thing that the movie is about. And then... boy. So how it starts is with a girl. And that girl's name, Bob... Yeah, I got that wrong. Her name is Sophie. Um... And she's kind of like a plain, I mean, plain by anime standards. Uh, she believes she's plain. Uh, hat maker girl. She makes hats. Uh, oh, and she, she runs a hat shop. Um, and so then uh, somehow she's accosted on the street and uh, Howl appears in his charming magician 17-year-old boy body and chases off some thugs and then they walk through the air together (laughs) um, because he's being chased by the main antagonist of the movie, which Bob did not mention at all. Or know about or remember at all, even in the slightest. Uh, (laughs) The main villain of the whole movie. (laughs) And well, the villain is war, but also the Witch of the Wastes. And the Witch of the Wastes was, is in love with Howl and wants his heart. Uh, and okay. She wants to eat Billy Crystal. Yeah, she super does. Um, and so she's after Howl. Uh, and then Sophie gets swept up in all the nonsense and all of um, the Witch of the Wastes goons see him with her. And so the Witch of the Wastes is like this big, many-chinned woman. She just has so many chins. She's not even that fat. She just has many, many chins. <laughs> I'm not even joking with you. I can't remember this woman she at has, all in all of her she chins. She wears just a lot of purple, and she has just a many chins. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of purple, a lot of chins. Uh, and so she wanting to eat a boy's heart. Yes. Well, she wants to possess his heart. She wants to hold it and snuggle it like, like in a death cap kind of way. Yes. Okay. Um, so she busts in to Sophie's hat shop after hours and she just sort of like magic whooshes at her and then she leaves and she says something about howl and I don't know it, it, it's like a quick line that's not that important but she just sort of like whooshes at Sophie and Sophie's like what and then when Sophie sort of comes to uh, she's super old and we find that she has been cursed by the witch of the waste yeah it wasn't the castle that did it no it was not the castle Those are kind of the main things. Those are the main things. The rest of, like, the war. Those are, like, the main five things that you lied about. Oh, also, um, 
Howell has an eight-year-old apprentice uh, who is pretty, like a very a very fun side character, and he loves Sophie very much. Oh, the other thing you did not mention is that um, the turnip head, the scarecrow, aka also the prince, um, but we don't find that out. He's the one who leads Sophie to Howell's moving castle, uh, and then she goes in she's an old lady at this point already and she's just sort of like she leaves town because she's like well i'm old now don't know what to do with that can't stay here um and so she wanders a hat shop when you're old she wanders out into the wastes i think probably looking for a magician i don't know that's a little bit unclear she finds howl's moving castle she goes inside and then just she falls asleep by the fire that is billy crystal uh, <laughs> the place lay next to the fire of Billy Crystal. Yes, the place is just a mess, obviously. And then, like when she wakes up, the eight-year-old boy just kind of is like, "Oh, like I'm not even quite sure how it happens, but basically they're just like, oh, you're the cleaning lady now.'" <laughs> and so she just takes on the job of being the cleaning lady. And then they build friendships, and then she falls in love with Howl, and then eventually the curse is broken by love, I guess, and she becomes young and beautiful again, but her hair stays silver, and they live happily ever after. Uh, Those were the main big things that you left out, you know, like most of why anything was happening. Yeah. Yeah. I was robbed of Christian Bale eating Billy Crystal. Yeah. 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 And there was a number well, of other Kalena, things. thank you for giving me the gift You're welcome. of yeah. Christian Bale eating yeah. Billy Crystal. You're very, very welcome. And there's like a number of other things from that night that I got wrong. Like one, Palm Poco was very far from his first. It's like in the middle of Studio Ghibli's like production mm-hmm. timeline and like mm-hmm. is not an early one, even in the slightest. Also, the Tanukis in that transform into stuff and it's awesome. Um, yeah. Wait, he what? Remember Pompoko is the one about the tanukis and their testicles and their testicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they also like transform into shit. It's awesome. And like that seems to be like the central yeah. thing is the fact that they are uh uh they can transform and they stuff. They can transform. What is that? Shapeshifters. There we go. Yeah, totally missed that. Um uh Castle in the Sky is like a whole other thing. Yeah, there's like a girl in it that's very 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 central to the story. But p- Sky Pirates? Sky Pirates definitely a thing. There is a Sky Pirate pink-haired grandma who is the best thing ever. Who it is I mean, it was it was Abuela Maggie before we even knew Quinn. Yes. I mean, that's what Oh, a, oh my god. A boy okay, hang on, you're going too fast. You're going too fast. <laughs> we got it. We got it. We got to move a quick. Pink-haired grandma hey. sky pirate. Yeah, yeah. She's a leader of the sky pirates. Yes. Yes. Who is basically a boy, Maggie, but like meaner. Minus the pasta, minus the Australia-themed magic powers, minus plus guns, plus guns, plus pirate. Said loves guns? Loves them. Yes. Yeah, no, that's completely wrong. Abuela Maggie would never use a gun. (laughs) Right, I did say meaner. 
Way meaner. Oh my god, season two of Abuela Maggie. She gets guns and is super mean now. <laughs> She's been possessed by the spaghetti. Paschetti. She lost one too many sauce friends. Yeah, when Pesto fell, she was just like, fuck this noise. I'm getting guns. Um, but I will say, because none of us know that much about Poco Rosso, we got that one perfectly right. Yep. There is a pig that flies planes. Yes, 100%. That happens. Um, I would like to call attention to one more lie, and then we can move on to the actual episode. Um, because... I even fell for this one. I was like listening to the Willa episode. I was like, I, is that true? That would be crazy if that's true. So Quinn, do you remember? Yes. Do you remember, um, how Tom Hardy is in grave of the fireflies? Um, I remember when Bob said that Tom Hardy is in grave of the fireflies. That is 100%. That is is like an actual lie that he just threw in there because he thought it would be fun. I mean, I feel like I feel like (laughs) I knew that at the time. Like, there's no fucking way that Tom Hardy provided a voice for some reason. Translation. Well, that's because you haven't had your heart torn to shreds by Robert the way I have with the entire episode where he was like, yep. Before Ghibli, he did this stuff. It was Derek. And then I Googled it, and it was like, those things came out in 2011, you fuck. It was Derek. I promise. Derek Ghibli. (laughs) Yes. Cousin of lead singer of Stum 41, Derek Wibley. Yeah, it is his cousin. His estranged... Japanese. Japanese orphan cousin. This <laughs> Japanese orphan cousin. Oh. <sighs> I'm so disappointed in you, Bob. I was mad before, and now I'm just. I'm a. I'm not mad anymore, just disappointed. Quinn, can I make it up to you? You can try. Quinn, where do we, where should, should we start with this one? I uh, think this is going to be the one that's going to make him love me the most. Yeah. Quinn, I was, I was going to save this for the end because, because of how beautiful it is. Um, but I think I, I've really got to make this up to you. And this is the only way I know how. Quinn. Time to fix our friendship. Time to fix it. Quinn, I have a, a series of questions to ask you right now. What are you doing for the end of the world? Are you bill are, are you busy? Will you save us? So those questions again are what are you doing for the end of the world? Are you busy? <laughs> Will you save us? <laughs> Quinn, are you just gone or dumbstruck cuz so so hey Bob yeah do you remember when we did our uh winter season preview yeah 
What about it? Bob? Did we do this one? We talked about this one on our winter season preview. Did we really? What? Yeah, we absolutely did. What will you do for the end of the or or what are you doing for the end of the world? Are you busy? Will you save XXX? Well, now you know what the end of it is. Us. Will you well, save us? <laughs> yeah, no. When we read it, it didn't have us included. It was just, will you save? Well, what did you say it was? <laughs> but anyhow, we said it was the uh, anime adaptation of the Vin Diesel film series, Triple X. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we know that's categorically incorrect, Quinn. Also, the title does start with world and colon. Yeah, it's world and colon. What are you doing for the end of the world? Are you busy? Will you save us? <laughs> so, uh, sorry. I'm sorry. Back it back it up. So the the full title, once again, is World End. What the fuck now? World, world End. World End. Colon. What are you doing for the end uh-huh. of the world? Are you busy? Will you save us? Wow. And uh, and now you know for sure Triple X is not involved. <laughs> so if you're not ser- at all. So if you're really searching for truth right now. Uh, then, then you know you're wrong, and I know what it is. Okay, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna venture a guess. Okay. 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 So, uh, it takes place in a high school. <laughs> um, and there's a, I guess, sixteen uh, year old boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has unknowingly, um, the power to save the world. He has no idea he has this power, but like deep inside of him is the power to save the entire world. There's like, a, a, um, there's a meteor, um, that's barreling towards the earth at hundreds of thousands of miles per hour. And, um, he, has uh, uh, the um, uh, mm, hmm. what mm-hmm. is it? Um, some kind of uh, special ability. Kind of, Perhaps yeah, it's like a yeah, like some kind it's of like magic power that maybe it's a magic. Like maybe he can. Like he, he's Aerith from Final Fantasy Seven. She's got the magic in her. So she needs to have a sword through her stomach, apparently. Because of the magic. Yeah. Gotta get it but, out. But that's, that's the only way to get the magic out is with the sword. So um, he is like, he's not a good student whatsoever. He's actually pretty bad at school. Um, and he's very lazy and like skates by. He's basically me when I was in high school. <laughs> And and he's got the power to save the whole world. It's just that he he's just not doing that. And like, there's like horrible shit happening like all the time. And he's like, man, 
someone should do something. And it turns out that he's the one that should be doing something like literally anything. Like if he just go outside, like, (laughs) and just like try a little bit. Yeah. Like if he attempted to help anyone at all, the power inside of him would awaken. But like, nah. Um, and so it's just like people going and are you busy right now? Could you maybe like, does everyone know <laughs> that he could like save them all? And they're just like, are you going to do anything? So are you like, even going to try? He obviously is the protagonist of an anime. Like when you look at him, you're like that motherfucker with his three colors of super angular hair and tightest pants and somehow gets away with not wearing the school's uniform, like, but, like, doesn't try at anything, is obviously the main character of this story. Will you please fucking do something, Craig? I kind of like the idea. I like the idea, Quinn, of it being almost like a meta-commentary on anime and, like, everyone is hyper-aware of the fact that he is the protagonist and just is not doing anything and the world's about to end. They're like... Come on, come the fuck on, dude. And, uh, and yeah, clearly, come, come on, Craig. Like, like he's crossing the street and there's like a bus like full of orphans and the bus driver leans out. And he's like, ah, somebody cut the brakes. Ah! And Craig is just like, shit, and keeps going. And I mean, like we do live <laughs> like, in a post one punch man world, which, you know, they very much did a similar kind of idea. So, you know, uh, it, it, it hey, very hey, easily. What? I, I don't know what One Punch Man is. Hmm. You done fucked up. Hmm. Quinn, we're going to have to talk about One Punch Man at some point uh, later. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to drink this warm four loco at a different rate. <laughs> <laughs> warm four uh, goof juice this week brought to you by Warm Four Loco. Delicious. <laughs> it's so it's a different brand of four loco that just comes warm. <laughs> it comes warm and it doesn't cool. It says enjoy at room temperature when the room's temperature is like eighty something. So smooth. <laughs> it, yeah, uh, it, it goes down so smooth. It's the champagne of beers. Uh, so yeah, no. Um, champagne is the opposite. World's of end. Wait, wait, hang on. Read the title one more time, because it's a mouthful. Fuck. World End, colon, what are you doing, doing for the end of the world? world? Are, are you busy? busy? Will, Will you save, save us? Yeah, so it's definitely the thing I just said about, like, this obvious main character who's just fucking it up and not main charactering very well at all. I like this idea a lot, actually. I think this would be a fun show. It would be a fun show. Um, like he's he's visited by like a like a martial arts master late at night, and the martial arts master's like, "I've been looking for you," and he's like, no, uh, "Listen, I don't have any money, guy," and just like closes the door and like <laughs> doesn't train in martial arts. <laughs> just sidesteps any opportunity that there could be a montage. He's like, "No, no," like it, uh, like uh, the rest of the nah. show does a montage, and it's just like all the places where he could be, yeah. And then a Occasionally just pans back to him sitting on his couch. <laughs> it's just a montage of yeah. him dodging montages. Like if he could be like 
Like, even if he was super good at video games, he could probably pilot a dope spaceship, but he's not even particularly good at video games. <laughs> like, he just put no effort into anything, ever. <laughs> oh, just man. like me. I can <laughs> almost see this being a an anime mm-hmm. is the thing Quinn mm-hmm. like this is like oh it's so close to being an anime yeah. oh, it's so close I would watch it I would definitely watch like it. literally all I need to do is have someone be like yeah that's a great idea here's $50,000 for the idea okay. let me and studio well, trigger make a very good show you know who I hear is is always looking for new ideas is Derek Ghibli uh he oh Derek Ghibli <laughs> yeah yeah, you should you should hit him up on LinkedIn. Yeah, he's yeah. very active on LinkedIn. He's uh So so tell me what the show actually is. Okay. Well, it's just super not anything that you said. Yeah, as fun as your idea is and as much as I would watch the hell out of it, uh it's very very far away from what the show actually is. Yeah. I mean, I knew that. I knew that going in. With a name like that, it's a very particular thing. And if you're even like an iota of a centimeter off, like you fucked up. It's a particular show. So here's what I want to start with. There's just a scene of someone that is clearly Pac-Man juggling. And I don't know how he got there. I'm sorry. I don't know what he's doing there. I don't know why he was there. But Pac-Man was in a like this bizarre area. And by that, I mean, like, there's like there's a trading happening and it's like sort of a fantasy setting kind of deal. And then there is just in the background, just (laughs) Pac-Man juggling. (laughs) Pac-Man? Bob, you said the phrase, so it starts with uh, what is essentially Pac-Man juggling. No, and it doesn't. I had two thoughts. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, the first thought I had was, how does one juggle Pac-Man? And then I, I realized that you meant that it's Pac-Man himself doing the juggling. <laughs> is this a Pac-Man anime? Dare I say a Pac-Man anime? No, here's the thing. That happens once. And it's like then... a flash of like two seconds that we see this. <laughs> and then never happens again or never brought up. No one acknowledges it. But there was Pac-Man. And it is about ten minutes into the first episode. Yo. I, okay, what, what's the show about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so this show is about... A boy. Mm-hmm. Who? Well, it doesn't look at first when it starts. It doesn't look like it's about a boy because it starts with a girl chasing a cat. Yeah, it starts with this girl chasing a cat, and then she falls off a cliff ledge. Roof? Roof. Uh, yeah, what? something like that. She, she falls, falls off a roof. Yeah, lands uh, and then a boy, uh, on this boy, and she says, are your organs intact? Um, to this boy and boy's like, yeah. Uh, and then there's all these animal people and they're getting all like angry at him. And, and then they have to go like run around and escape from him and stuff. Yeah. Because they're in a place where, um, not having any kind of fur or fangs or horns or any kind of sort of animal people stuff is not cool. There's like some racism stuff happening. 
happening. Uh, and but like all of that happens, and you know, with all the racism, and then uh, the girl uh, gets uh, taken by the army. After they have a fun montage of a day together. Yeah, they have for fun. no reason. Yeah, they have a, they have a nice day. <gasps> um, and then the oh, girl dude, gets. What the fuck? <laughs> Then, then the girl. Go, you guys are going too fast. You're going too fast. What Quinn, the fuck? We're not even into Wait, like the first animal like, racism. Nothing having is, a fun day together. There's nothing what? that's happened so far in yeah, this show. Literally. We got to get to the actual show. The first episode isn't the show. <laughs> so literally, it's oh what we God. said. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. So they meet. Go. The, the go. Meet, the meet, I'm listening. The meet cute is her falling on him. He, she asks if his organs are intact. Then. They sort of have to run away because there's a bunch of racist, like, anthropomorphized animals. Um, and because, like, as they're running away, like, there's a scene where they're like, okay, we can part ways now because we're safe. And then they're sort of like, no, instead, <laughs> we're going to spend the day together. <laughs> so, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. No, for sure. Okay. Keep and, going. Yeah. And then no, you're good. They get to the uh-huh. end of the day. They're at the top of a beautiful tower, looking out over the city. The sun is setting, and then a bunch of animal people yeah. guards come, and uh, he's like, "I'm guessing these are for you." And she's like, she says something vague or whatever, and then walks away. Um, uh, and then we're gonna do this real fast. Then. Uh, so don't interrupt me, Quinn. You guys gotta ride the train. Gotta ride the roller coaster. Gotta hey, be on it. Surf it. Oh, surf get the, on the rain, train. And the ride wave it. train. So then, there are tears coming out of my eyes. Go. <laughs> then, boy gets a job working at a warehouse, quote unquote, where he's guarding a bunch of super weapons for the army. He gets to this place. It just looks what like. The a, fuck? Hold on. <laughs> It's just a house. It's, it's just, just a big mansion house. He, he Also, as he's walking up to the house, he gets sort of... Uh, attacked accost- by a little girl. A- attacked by a little girl um, and he her falls guardian. In, he falls into a swamp. Yeah. Um, the guardian of the little girl happens to be the other girl. Uh, yes, the other girl, the one he met that got taken away by the army. Yes. Uh, then he goes up the house. Uh, he meets sort of the other caretaker there. She's a troll. She hits on him. She both wants to eat him and thinks he's really sexy. So she wants Whoa. to, like, eat his bones. She doesn't uh, She doesn't look like yeah, a troll. Okay, she sure. doesn't. Yeah. She, yeah, she's uh-huh. like a sexy troll that you don't know is a troll she, until she's like, I'm She's totally. like a sexy troll that wants to eat a boy's bones. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> She just looks like an anime woman. We only know she's a troll because she says so. Yeah, she's like, I'm, I'm a troll. <laughs> I want to eat your bones. Basically. That's how anime works. Yeah, okay, fuck. That's okay, keep going. That's actually a conversation that happens. Don't anyway, stop. continuing. Yeah, the actual conversation, is Go. what she says is, uh, while I might be a troll, you are tr- a true feast for the eyes. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, then... Dude realizes what his ex. So, like, there's a bunch of little girls at this place that is supposedly a warehouse for super weapons. And he finds out all those little girls uh, can control magical weapons from the the distant past. There, because there's all these giant beasts down on the surface. Because everything is floating. Oh yeah, everything takes place on floating islands in the sky. 
Yeah, and they send the little girls you down. You fucking skipped that part, okay? Sure. <laughs> then then uh, they, they, you know, all the little girls are basically training uh, so that they can be um, super weapons. The girls are leprechauns and or fairies. They do say leprechauns, though. Um, Except for well, the main okay. girl who... They can also explode themselves. That is, like, their main, like, function if, as weapons, that they can explode themselves. So they can control, they can wield these magic swords, but then if if everything sort of, like, breaks bad and, like, they can't win... Yeah, it's uh, like, they can, it's like no. when you're fighting the Elite Four and you're on the last dude and, like, it's kind of like, uh, fuck it, like use Dragonite is out and you're like, yeah, yeah I'm going to use self-destruct and explosion. Yeah. Yeah. Come okay. on, Quinn. But, Explosion's so much better. But Self-destruct uh, is also a move, you prick. Yeah, but explosion is the better version of self-destruct. There's no time. Keep telling me about the show. <laughs> but so they have to they have to decide that they like essentially they can just sort of decide that they don't want to live anymore and then they explode yeah uh the girls are leprechauns i can't emphasize that enough they look like well except for a couple of them who look like they're about 14 the rest of them definitely look like eight-year-olds Oh yeah, most of them are like oh, okay, children, cool. uh, and they're all girls. Yeah. And this, and he's the only boy, and he's watching over them. Uh, he clearly also used to be like a dad or something, mm-hmm. uh, and he can also wield all these weapons and stuff, which is weird because that isn't a thing that can happen. But he can do it uh, because there was a race of people who is now dead. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and he, which would make him roughly five hundred twelve years old or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and then he starts to hit on the girl yeah, yeah, yeah. slash the girl starts to hit on him that they went on the big adventure with at the beginning that we talked about for a little bit. And that's as far as we got. And there was a, there was a lot. <laughs> um, oh my God. Oh, and then so because I, no, listen, okay. because he can yeah. wield the weapons. He's like, no, no, you're doing it wrong. Uh, so he's definitely, he's one of the old people. Um, he got yeah. frozen in some ice or whatever. Um, and like Avatar. yeah, just like the Avatar, just the like Avatar. Avatar. Um, and then he's like, you guys don't have to die. There's a better way for you to be using these weapons. I can teach you. And everyone's like, holy fuck. All our sisters died for no reason. And that's, that's as far as we got. Okay. So how does that so make you I feel? Backtrack? Can I backtrack a little bit? Uh, yeah. What do you need to have, What do you I, need to zero in on here? So, so you say animals that are racist. <laughs> yeah. So that's like and a, go ahead. So what I pictured was Sonic the Hedgehog using the N word a lot, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I had tears coming out of my eyes. But I didn't want to stop you guys from doing your thing. But Literally, for the past few minutes, every time I close my eyes, there's Sonic the Hedgehog using the N-word, and I'm in hell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Four loco is bad. Don't drink warm four loco. 
It makes you have visions of racist hedgehogs. So is that your main takeaway from what we've told you? <laughs> it's just... <laughs> It's just racist Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, the other fucked up thing actually is that there are like, there are animal people and then there are just animals. Yeah, like it opens basically on her like chasing like an actual cat. And then after she falls off the roof or whatever, you look around and there are like actual like cat people too. And, like, there's varying degrees, too. Like, as long as you have, like, even if you look like a human, but then you've got just, like, fangs or horns or whatever, you're fine. Right. And then there's also, like, full-on furry people. Also, none of that matters to the show at all. Yeah, that all happens, and then he goes away to a place where there isn't any of that except for the troll lady who wants to eat his bones. But she's got, like, a... She wants to do and then eat his bones. Yeah. The sexy troll lady that wants to eat his bones. And do them. Yeah. She wants to jump his bones and then eat them. She's like a praying mantis. But she doesn't. Yeah. 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 So that's, you know, that's that show. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Holy fuck. Thank you, Bob. (laughs) Thank you, Kalana. You, You needed it. My yeah no I forgive you, one hundred and ten percent no well, beef whatsoever from here forward. Okay. Wow. So I've got that mental picture of racist Sonic. The one. Okay, Quinn. Uh, we're going to do this actually a little bit different. Uh, so okay. this is actually going to be the second one we've done on a uh, preview episode. Um, oh. But the way we're going to do it this time, because I forgot all about uh, World End being in one of those. Uh, is we're going to play a game. And oh, fun. you yeah. are, have to figure out what it is, asking us questions as to what you think it could be. We're going to do like a 20 questions kind of thing, you know? Like, you know, 20 questions. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So uh, what do you think it is? Um, or what is it? What, what do you... Ask us a question. Yeah. Um, is there fun punctuation? Uh, let me see. I don't think so. No. It's just that. Yeah. I, I don't think so. There might be like an exclamation point. I don't think so. I think it's just that. Okay. There might, there might be or is there? Hold on. Give one moment. I love looking at it. Uh, let's see. Nope. There is not. No. No. There is no fun punctuation. No. Okay. Um, is the title more than three words long? No. 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 Episode. After the last couple weeks that I've had of grueling burger labor, because I needed all of this. This is this is all beautiful. So Quinn, <laughs> yeah, something has happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Somewhere in our recording. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah. It stopped. <laughs> hey, Bob. Hey, Bob, when did it stop? I don't know. <laughs> it did hey, it. Bob. The computer just started to be bad and then it stopped. Okay. Uh, hold on one second and stop being funny and I'm going to find out. Okay. We're recording. So, but I did guess it though, right? <laughs> <laughs> because, because the, like, hey, 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 internet. Hey, Kalena in the future when you listen to this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it um, it stopped. It didn't do the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, the thing that it was supposed to do, which was record the conversation. Yeah. It didn't. It um, didn't. But I guessed it. I guessed the anime. Hey, yeah, Quinn, Quinn got it right. Uh, did. It was Love Rice. I we had a right. lovely conversation about it, and it's all gone. <laughs> and now it's all gone? It's gone forever. And... Wait, can I say, like, the thing, can I say the thing that just sums up Love Rice, and then we can move on? Yeah. Yeah? Say it. You should say it. Say it. Grain-based J-pop. It's a beautiful thing. (sighs) Yep. That's it. Yeah. I was just talking about how good (laughs) of a week it was going to be. I was just yeah, you were so, so happy. happy. I was like, oh my god, we had a beautiful podcast, and now it's gone, but it will always live forever in my memory. We'll uh, we'll keep an eye on the recording now, and not be looking at, uh, at <sighs> our notes. I guess. Yeah, I mean, we can glance at the notes uh, for whatever, whichever one we do next. Uh, we do have a treat um, still. Uh, I think I'm gonna drink the rest of this we warm save this four one. loco out of spite, and we do, we do this one. Oh man, we don't need much as far as notes from that one, so we can just tab back. Cause uh, yeah, there's there's not a lot. Okay, so Quinn, um, this next episode here, uh, we needed only one to get everything we needed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, its name. Are you ready for the name? I am super ready. <laughs> the name is pretty great. Uh, and the name is Legend of Legendary Heroes. Wait, come again? It's- Legend of Legendary Heroes. Legend of Legendary Heroes? Yes. Legend of Legendary Heroes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So... Um... I would guess... Would you? That, um... Would you imagine that it would involve some kind of legend? No. Uh... No, actually. Um, 
it's about a uh, group of uh, middle schoolers <laughs> that um, play role-playing games, tabletop role-playing games. And they're not particularly clever or good at uh, rolling dice or, um, I guess, playing, like, Dungeons & Dragons-style games. Um, like, it's not hard to play Dungeons & Dragons, like, honest, like, in earnest, like... No. But I, for some reason, they're not good at it. Um, and they... Um, meet sort of like after school to like play these Dungeons and Dragons type campaigns. And they've got like um, one word that they can really use to describe everything they're doing. <laughs> yeah. And that word is like legendary. Um, <laughs> and they're just like, I've got this legendary sword. In my legendary yeah. hero, he's got the legendary sword and his legendary shield, and he's going to take on the legendary kraken. And he's going to yeah. show that legendary um, kraken with his legendary super slice. I used an extra so, adjective. Darn. Yeah. Too yeah, many adjectives. He used the word super, and they... It was super. Super is not enough. Like, they know super, but uh, legendary. But legendary is what matters. So um, they're, they're trying to accomplish, like, finish this legendary quest that, like, one of their older brothers was like, hey, hey, d uh, nerds, d uh, dunge this dragon. And, like, gave him this rule book. He, like, I mean, he spent his money on it. And, like, that's really nice. But he was, like, kind of being a dick about it. So... They were like, all right, we'll show you. We can we can beat this campaign. And these middle schoolers get sucked into this fantasy world by playing this Dungeons & Dragons game um, because the book was cursed uh, oh, tens of thousands of years ago. And so they're taken into this fantasy world of Dungeons and & Dragons, -ing, and um, they're still not very good at it. Wait, um, so it's... So is this just Digimon, but with D&D? &D? Excuse me? D&D Digimon. D&D Digimon. D&D Digimon. No. No, no, no. It is must much more like Monster Rancher, but with Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because they have to ranch the monsters and they don't just like come to them like they do in Digimon. They don't no, have to do anything like, in no. Digimon. They have to like just, they, they're just no, there. So, okay, then it's more like, I don't know, reboot. I don't know. I, it's like Jumanji, but with Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> like instead of getting sucked but into like reverse a shitty Jumanji. Jungle. What? No, you mean Jumanji the TV show and not the movie. Was in Jumanji, there a Jumanji TV show? Yes, but in Jumanji, in you play Jumanji, the thing. A small boy gets sucked into a board game oh, and has does. to survive in a jungle and then for he's decades Robin Williams. until he is released by other boys and girls. 
Yeah. And then he in this one, his... it's just a group of kids get sucked into a tabletop role playing game rule yep. book. Um, and so, so here's the twist. Here's the twist. So, the kid that was like DMing isn't there, and they're like, "Oh my god, our our DM buddy, like uh, Turgleton or whatever. What's his name? Turgle. Uh, Trent. Turgle Trent. Turgle Mick. Wait. Clagan. Trent. Is it? His name is Trent. It has to be Trent. Can it be Traz? So Trent. Wait, is it Trent Turgleton? Traz. Trent Turgleton, thank you. So Trent Turgleton is like not there. And like the like the three kids that are like one of them's like a fighter, one of them's a wizard, and one of them is like a bard. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a but fighter, a wizard, and a bard. Super legendary. But they're like so legendary, but they're really bad at Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> and they're like, oh my god. Our friend is gone. We have to find our friend. We have to beat the campaign to, like, free Trent Turgleton. But it turns out Trent Turgleton is, like, still playing the game. Like, he's still DMing. And, like, it'll jump back and forth between, like, these kids whose souls are trapped in a Dungeons & Dragons rule book and Trent, who's playing the game, like with what he thinks are his friends, but are demons, like, inhabiting his friends' bodies. Uh, and, like, wait, and they, do they make all the rolls yeah. and stuff for him, too? They make all of the rolls. Oh, and so, wow. like, they're like, man, I'm pretty bad at Dungeons & Dragons. But, like, so if the demons win the game, like, they get to go free and wreak havoc on the Earth. Havoc on the earth. But... The kids are so fucking bad at Dungeons and Dragons. It's really kind of hard for them to do well at all. Like they just made very, very bad characters. They they rolled the worst fucking characters. They rolled the worst characters and then put all their stats into the wrong place. Like they gave their fighter just all the wrong like put it, you know. Yeah, we're talking like a fighter with like zero strength. Super good charisma. I mean, that would be fine, but like. Nothing but charisma, no, but intelligence, like no and no no strength. Yeah, can't I'm lift a fighter anybody with maximum intelligence. Because <laughs> I'm the smart one. I'm the smartest like, fighter. I I fight I'm really the smart. Fighter. I mean, yeah. I sm- I fight smart, um, but I don't like to fight very much because my my bones like, will break because I've got fighting. no constitution. And just like a very. Just like a muscle wizard. <laughs> but okay, just but like an like, incredibly brolic, super yoked, like I cast a magic missile. Alright, <laughs> add your spell casting modifier. Minus three. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, just the jock wizard that just sort of like yeah, a didn't jock pay attention. wizard. <laughs> but I do really love like the jock wizard archetype a lot. Just in general. That's your is that so so Kaleno, when you're looking for boys, do you look for jock wizards today? I mean That's such a I good don't type to not. have though. Yeah, yeah, you don't look away from jock wizards. Precisely. Excellent. Alright, Quinn. So and then and then the the bard has like no charisma whatsoever and it's just like it put all of their stats into decks 
so they can do like really intricate like sweet picking on their fucking loot or whatever but no but, one like, cares couldn't it's, tell a story oh, he just does shit. like the most technical metal and no one cares yeah. and he doesn't move uh, it's like yeah, that no one, one gives dude, a fuck <laughs> it's like that one dude that we saw on stage who just oh yeah that one guitarist that was doing the sick nasty guitar stuff and, and then he was just staring he looked like he just woke up and he was just staring blankly out into the crowd so he was doing beautiful yeah, things like, on his Absolutely guitar. bored. Yeah. But well, like doing yeah. the sickest whittly whittlies. Yeah. yeah. I think everyone went to high school with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. No. So like the demons are like, oh, we, I, I have to teach these kids to play Dungeons and Dragons. And Trent is like, um, so, uh, a band of goblins are ahead. Uh, what do you do? And they're just like, well, I'm going to fight them. And then, and then it does not we're, go we're well. We're going because... to attack them. And then the muscle wizard is like bench pressing dudes. <laughs> but like the incredibly charming, intelligent fighter is like convincing them to go away, like in a weird way. And it's just like, you don't want to fight us. I have a battle axe. <laughs> but like when push comes to shove, the battle axe ends up on the ground and he's <laughs> running in the opposite direction. Uh, it's so good. All right. You're very wrong. Um, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> like none There's of it. two really good ideas for shows that oh, I've had yeah, this episode. Seriously. And, and at least, especially this one was so very much better than the actual show we watched. Oh man. Which was so boring. It just, uh, the show, Quinn, uh, was bland fantasy setting with bland fantasy things happening in a bland fantasy universe. And also politics. With bland fantasy politics about princes and shit. Kings. Realms. Um, Star Star Wars episode two. But also the protagonist duo which uh were jesse and james but boring yeah and like also everything was very poorly animated it was hard to watch it was and also just like like weirdly shot too like they would like their editing was very odd like they'd be in the middle of a fight and they'd cut away to just politics and then they cut back to the middle of the fight and there'd be like a big explosion and then they would cut back to the politics oh it wasn't good yours was great i'd watch it and there was something about a legend of there was something about legends of legendary heroes i couldn't tell you what it was because it was so boring it was bland fantasy world with bland legends and bland heroes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yours right. was great. You right. did great. You guessed wrong. <laughs> are you ready for your your last little treat that we are recording for? Are we still recording? Yes, yes. we are recording. Uh, then, uh, fuck yes, I am. So, the name... Of the final one for today is called Akashic Records of Bastard Magic Instructor. 
Akashic Records of Bastard Magic Instructor. Akashic Records of Bastard Magic Instructor. You got it. That's the one. Okay. 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 Um, okay. So, um, okay. Uh, takes place in a high school. (laughs) You just, eventually, you know, you're going to get that one right. You know, because you got to. Because you got to. Because this is anime. There will be a high school at some point. In some anime. Uh, wait, are you saying this one isn't in a high school? I'm not saying anything, Quinn. Okay, so you said I got it wrong. It doesn't take place in a high school. No, Quinn, We're keep the high school, Quinn. Keep the high school. Continue with your idea. Keep the high school. Ah, no. uh, now I don't know what to believe. Just go with your original idea. Yeah, heart don't, of the cards. Don't listen to me. Heart of the cards, Quinn. Ah, oh, God. I'm second-guessing myself. But what kind of school would it take place in? Just, if it's not a high school, it's an just, anime. It Quinn. has to be a high school. Okay. Okay, it's a high school. Heart of the cards. So, okay, so here's what happens. So the entire series is told through flashback of a, <laughs> uh, a, uh, <laughs> a, a teacher... Shut up. Who's having a school board meeting, um, much <laughs> like the um, if you've ever seen uh, the True increasingly detective. poor decisions of Todd Margaret. True oh, did detective. you say Robert? <laughs> True detective. No, no. The increasingly poor decisions of Todd Margaret. OK. Um, where every episode starts out with him being told by a judge the crimes he's committed Um like or the crimes of which he's being accused of committing yeah. throughout the course of the season. Right. Um and uh so it's it, it's told in flashback. So like every episode is like Mr. Jefferson, did you or did you not uh collude with a student uh to steal test answers in order to raise the grades of yada yada yada? Did you also not commit uh second degree manslaughter? And Um, treason. And treason. Yeah. And so then it every episode, which is like I feel like they're pretty short episodes, like 15 minutes or so of like this ne'er-do-well teacher who's like, um, he knows that his grades are low. Um, like his scores, yeah. like his, his class yeah, yeah, yeah. can really like really get their grades up. And if he doesn't get this particular class's grades up, you know, like well above passing, um, he's going to lose his tenure. Um, and like, so every episode is him committing various small crimes. Um, I'm sorry. Can you repeat the name of the uh, show again? Akashic records of bastard magic instructor. Fuck. It also has to be magic. I mean, 
All of the things you've said could involve magic. Yeah, you just do all that, but then also magic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's all of that thing that I just said, but also with magic. And so he ends up in like these like weird scenarios where he's like teaching students to like use clairvoyance to like cheat on tests <laughs> for their like other classes. Um, and um, like even like like small sleight of hand things to like trick like school officials into like um like they're like oh yeah no I have I have a hall pass to go to Mr. Uh, Dirksen's class yeah um, and Mr. Dirksen it's like yeah of course they do because I'm tutoring them and like he's trying to like get them into like this secret cheating meeting and they're like Mr. Dirksen doesn't have a class right now and Mr. Dirksen's like Ah, no, boy, I slipped and fell. Uh, but he stole the person's, like, uh, security pass or whatever. So, <laughs> security yeah, pass no, or whatever, is, I don't know. No, this is, no, trust me, this is a good idea. So he's like this, this, yeah, no, it's not real magic. No, absolutely not real magic. Not real magic. So, a, like, psychic He was magic. a street magician. Okay. So, like, so he's doing some he knows, David Blaine like, stuff. Yeah, he's doing some David Blaine shit. And he's like, Some Chris oh, Angel. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I'm sorry. Quinn, I'm sorry it, I ran into Quinn, you. Quinn, Quinn, real, real fast. Yeah. Uh, is it yeah. just Chris Angel teaching at a high school? Mind freak. Mind freak. Uh, mind freak. Uh, you just totally freaked my, be- my bean right now. And, like, <laughs> I don't know what to do about that. That's a my bim bam joke, everybody. <laughs> Chomping that flavor. Anyhow, so yeah, so like this teacher um, isn't a very good teacher. He actually lied in order to get the job because he's like, fuck it. What do I have to do? Show some shitty kids how to fucking add? Hell yeah. But he's a history teacher and he's like, fuck beans. <laughs> and so he ends up like having to like cheat and steal and like have these kids like break rules in order to like pass these tests and like um at the end it turns out like all of his kids passed not because he was a good teacher but because they're all very smart kids <sighs> and, all right quinn you know what? Oh, God, i'm, I'm no. not gonna let you go any further because you've done very well Oh, what? <laughs> I just don't want you to throw Ooh, Prince Rogers hello. Nelson into it and ruin the whole thing. Uh, oh, no. I, I, there's no way that he was going to show up. Or would he? Rest in peace. The greatest trick of all was the devil convincing people that he didn't exist. So Second greatest was Prince pretending he was dead. <laughs> so let's see. Things you got right. Pretty much everything you just said about... Uh, all the kids being super smart and the teacher being just kind of a shithead and not knowing what he's doing uh, and being very bad at his job and having to cheat to get things through and just being like, ah, fuck it, I guess I'll do that. All of that, yes. All of that, 100%. Yes, all the way. Yeah. 
Uh, he oh, is a yeah. he is a real magic person, though. Yeah. Although he's very very bad at it, and he's teaching at a very prestigious high level magic academy, uh, full of very prestigious uh, magic families and people of that sort. And he only got the job because of like his sugar mama, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of what it seems like. His magic sugar mama. Hell yeah. Um, and he's just basically a fuck boy. Yeah. Oh. Like, literally, he's just a fuckboy. He challenges one of his, uh, no, well, one of his students challenges him to a duel, and he accepts. Uh, oh, no. Because he's a shithead. And, and she challenged him because he was being a shithead. And she, so she right. mostly, so she is a member of a very prestigious magic family, uh, and it's very important <sighs> That she does well at this academy to make her grandpa proud or whatever. Um, And uh, it makes her very, very, very angry that he is not teaching. Teaching. Right, right. He comes in and is just sort of like (laughs) self-study after being very late. And that's pretty much every class with him. Um, And so she gets mad. And challenges him to a duel by quite literally taking off her glove and throwing it to the ground. Nice. And then she zaps him a whole bunch. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I got yeah. this. I got this. She's a little, she's just a girl person, a little girl person. And then she zaps him a whole bunch. Oh, it is also a high school. Yeah, definitely a high school for sure. Hell yeah. So like. Yeah. You done good. It Yeah. It was a high school, and he was a fuckboy. Um, uh, there was some stuff that did happen, though, um, that I think is worth talking about. Sure. Like uh, the girls' locker room scene. That's very odd. Do I have notes on that? Yeah, no. you do. You do. Uh, no. Um, no. So they're, like, changing, and there's the two protagonist girls, and, like... I don't even quite understand why this started happening, but all of a sudden one of the girls is just sort of like groping the other and talking about like healing her by, by grabbing her, her boobs. Yeah. Yeah. And then the dude, the teacher dude quite literally walks into the girl's locker room with all these mostly naked high school students. He's like 20 probably. Um Okay. And then he is like, instead of, you know, looking away, he's just like, why should I have to look away? Yeah, he says, I will burn this into my memory and defends his right to walk oh, on, on the girls changing. <laughs> That's what he does. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. There's- oh, God. <sighs> He's a he's a real bastard. So he's just a fuckboy. And then he says that he won the duel, um, even though he didn't. Oh, yeah. He, he what? He's, he's the Trump of, uh, of teachers. Yeah. Yeah, he, he loses the duel oh. very, very badly, and then he just sort of says he didn't. Yeah. So, Aren't you glad we finished with I this one? This 
<laughs> I thought that was going to be a good show, and I thought that I was going to get it. No, wrong, no, no. And the the name is just very story. fun. No, the name is just very fun. Yeah. But yeah. you did. You did get but it. Now like, I'm sad. <laughs> it's okay, Quinn. Yeah. Small victories. Small victories. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that's everything I've got for this week, Quinn. You did. You did all right. You didn't do terrible. I mean, you had some beautiful ideas. You, you got some things right, and you got some things very wrong. And I think I learned to trust Bob again. <laughs> and that's what really matters. In the end... You can trust me, Quinn. Friendship is it, magic. Friendship prevails. It always does. And... Believe... believe anything I learned from Abuela Maggie, it's that friendship and pasta... You can always count on them. And we learned to love rice. To love rice. Even if we don't tell anybody that we do. Yeah. You just got it. Even gotta. if we lose the recording of all of the time we spent talking about that show, which was at least 20 minutes <sighs> of talking about Love Rice. Gone forever down the toilet. I mean it. We got the essentials. We, we didn't. But. We didn't. There was so many No. I don't know. Maybe we'll watch all of Love Rice in one of our very many and uh uh live streams that we've done that so far. That would be good. That would be just like a fun interlude in the middle of like a grueling stream because <laughs> like it would probably be like an hour tops to finish the entire series. Yeah, it's very quick. Yeah, I feel like the next time we decide to spend more than like an hour doing anything, we'll have to break it up with a little bit of love rice. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I do love rice. <laughs> um, so I think yeah. that's gonna do it for this week, huh? That looks like the episode. Yeah, so it's time to get to the, the last thing that we say uh, every time. Um, Gwen, I said it last week, um, so it's all it's all up to you. You, you say that good is it, of, is the it? last line. Ah, that that good, good closing line that everybody loves and always waits for. The one that uh, it's everyone's favorite. They all love it. They've all said they all love right. it. And it's consistent every time. And we've said the same yeah, thing every time. Just, uh, I mean, it is the same line. Like, I don't know. I, I almost, I worry that people are going to get sick of it, but. Never. As a fan of this I, podcast, I never get sick of it. You know, uh, in in closing, uh, I've been Quinn. And I'm Bob. And I am a font of knowledge. And and what? What? Say it again. There's only digital noise. You got to say it again. I love it when they say piss, baby.